in the know for Monday, March 21, the 80th day of 2022. There are 285 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Got you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. If you thought your bracket was bad on Friday, probably a whole lot worse today. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Here's my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm I'm okay. A little bit nervous about my bracket. <laughs> it was already busted. Uh, yeah, so. it's, yeah. Mine's uh, uh. mine's been torched. Mine's been disintegrated. But uh, we'll <laughs> so. review that coming up. Are you happy about the official arrival of spring? Oh yes, uh, t- absolutely. Ten thirty three a.m. yesterday morning, you probably just let out a big yeehaw because of the well, sort maybe of. not yeehaw, yeah. But I uh, do at that. the time of the vernal equinox yesterday, and maybe you stood a broom on its end, uh, or uh, an egg stood on its end, yeah, or we just painted some pots, just and... enjoying the sunshine. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I got it. Uh, over there in uh, chair number two, we say good morning and uh, welcome. He is the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Tokyo, Rio, and Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, Curious. That last check, you were holding... Two tickets that were plummeting in value to the... Oh, they, uh, they plummeted in value. Yeah. Uh, Partially, I hope a Tennessee fan got them, so they got to watch that. Well, I was wondering. Um, so I didn't know if... I didn't ever hear whether you unloaded your tickets that you had for the games yeah, they, on Saturday in Indianapolis. I probably... If I, if I would have rolled the dice and probably upped the price again, I might have been able to get a little bit more, but I wanted to, to guarantee it because I went and I checked at about 8.30 sat, or Friday night. And my ticket, the one that I was selling, was the cheapest one available. Uh-huh. And I was like, ooh, do I now like try and see if I can't? Mm-hmm. And by the time I was trying to up it, somebody had already had already grabbed it. So I asked you on Friday, would you not be better off you and your dad just going on to Indianapolis, enjoying the games? Uh, it's a you know good experience. Yes, it's a little bit far away. So and you were kind of, you th- you said if it was Louisville, yes, you know if it were only driving to Louisville, we'd do that, even though we didn't have you know a team that we were rooting for. But knowing you would have seen Tennessee lose, do you now wish? No, no, okay. Do you want? Do you want to sit there and listen to Rocky Top for two I, hours I, I straight? I do not. Oh, I don't dear. want to hear Rocky Top ever again. But <laughs> that's, that's the only the redeeming quality. If it, honestly, if it wouldn't have been Tennessee, I would have considered it because just hearing Rocky Top makes it that much worse. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. I'm that's not sure they bad. could have said, "Here's two hundred dollars. Here, you can take this." How about noise, noise canceling headphones? That's always an option. That takes for away from you. some of the. Uh, that's, that's I guess you could just put them on whenever they go Rocky Top on you and the rest of the well, time. Well, that's the entire can. game. <laughs> it's pretty much nonstop from uh, beginning to end. Today, weather-wise, is likely going to be the pick of the week. So for this first full day of spring here in our area, it's looking nice. 73 is the high for today. We're going to get some uh, heavy rain set up for tomorrow evening. It's going to move kind of west to east. Um We'll get some showers approaching earlier on tomorrow. It's sort of west of I-65, and that happens to be us in our area. And then we may see some gusty winds on Wednesday night and Thursday, and then maybe again on Saturday. So spring's here. We're going to have to go through this little bit of a roller coaster. Uh, Fortunately, I mean, Saturday, yeah, 48 is the high, forecast high for this coming Saturday. That's about what it was this past Saturday. But we'll have some precipitation thrown in on top of that. But um, so it's better than seeing lows in the 20s and highs only in the 40s. We're at least we're increasing our uh, median high temperature. We're inching it higher as the days go by. Increasing high clouds today, a high of 73, cloudy, 50 percent, 50 degrees is the overnight low tonight. 
We can get some rain tomorrow, 9 and 10 chance of that, and a high of 68 is what you can expect in the near term. Of course, on Friday night, we were all watching the potential for uh, severe weather, and depending upon where you were, it determined whether you got any severe weather or not. But the National Weather Service has confirmed that there were about there were three tornadoes in our general area. First touched down in Rosetta, that's in eastern Breckenridge County, about nine twenty on Friday night. It was on the enhanced Fuji scale, is about uh, Fujita Fujita scale. It was I think a zero, so um, winds about eighty miles per hour. The second touchdown on Spears Lane and St. John Road in Rineyville, so just outside of Elizabethtown. And then there was one about uh, nine minutes after 10 in Lebanon Junction there in Bullitt County. It was an EF1, and those were the confirmed this, um, confirmed storms. tornadoes, when they happen, always teach me the little small towns. Because what was the town in Breckenridge County? Rosetta. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd ever heard Rosetta. Mm, yeah, I'd never heard of... Uh, I'd, I've heard of Rineyville, obviously heard of Lebanon Junction. My guess is Rosetta is just a little more than a bump in the road. Um you know we have those we have those scattered uh-huh. around here. They may not even have signs up indicating where you are. So uh, the world continuing to watch Ukraine and the situation there. Maripol authorities say in that city that nearly ten percent of the city's population of four hundred thirty thousand have fled over the last week. Said so there's not much of a city that remains there. People continuing to flee. Most of them evacuating out to Poland, where about two million people from Ukraine have fled to Poland, which is going to cause a huge humanitarian crisis because those ports and those rail cities of Poland, I I would venture a guess that they were not sitting around with the infrastructure capacity that was just waiting for 2 million refugees to flee uh, across their border and seek sanctuary in their cities. So this is going to be a problem in the coming days and weeks. For those refugees, also hearing that you may have heard about a um, a loss of an aircraft in a training mission for NATO, and the Marine Corps has identified the four that were killed in this NATO exercise crash. One Marine is from Kentucky. Corporal Jacob Moore from Catlettsburg perished in that um, in that NATO exercise crash. So even when they're on training routine, you know, even if they're not in combat, can be extremely dangerous serving our nation. And so we appreciate the ultimate sacrifice paid by 24-year-old Corporal Jacob Moore from Catlettsburg serving our nation in the U.S. Marine Corps. Nationally, some of the other things going on today uh judge uh US federal judge Kentanji Brown Jackson the hearings will continue will begin in the Senate today i think they're scheduled for about 4 days i would imagine there will be you know some level of contention um I think it's rare that these nominees just, you know, that they get softballs tossed at them and there's no, you know, there's there's no heavy lifting involved. But I also don't imagine that there is going to be any derailure of Kentaji Brown Jackson's uh, nomination. So maybe in uh, two and maybe by the end of this week, Kentaji Brown Jackson will become the first African-American woman to serve our country on the Supreme Court. So that's uh, going on. If you're if you're so inclined, those hearings are going on in the Senate today. Speaking of the Supreme Court, Justice Clarence Thomas has been hospitalized because of an infection. Seventy three year old Thomas has been at uh, Silby Memorial Hospital in D.C. since Friday after experiencing flu like symptoms. The court offered no explanation for why it waited a couple of days for that disclosure. Uh, he could be released in the next couple of days and then back to uh, doing the business of the Supreme Court. This headline was a little bit troubling. Coming to us out of Hardin County, it says the Hardin County Sheriff's Office is alerting anyone who purchased kerosene in the last few days to be aware that the liquid may not actually be kerosene. The statement said this, anyone who purchased kerosene in the last few days, please check it to ensure it's actually kerosene. The Hardin County Sheriff's Office is investigating an incident involving a house fire that resulted when the owner purchased kerosene from a kerosene pump, and it is actually believed to be gasoline. Of course, this can be extremely dangerous, they said, as kerosene is less volatile than gasoline. The flashpoint of kerosene is um, 
is much different, and so gasoline is termed flammable because of its low flashpoint and higher vapor density. What puzzled me most about this release and this information is that it didn't seem like that it didn't seem like the Hardin County Sheriff's Office was um, they they were not they didn't include the information in this statement about where it was purchased and it seemed like to me you could rule out a whole lot of confusion if you would just tell people where the incident that you know of like go to the source mm-hmm. um, so I understand that it, it I understand this can happen you get someone who puts something in the wrong tank by mistake mistakes happen and sometimes mistakes cause you know they have fatal consequences but so I don't know the reason that they didn't just say this happened in this community we found it on this date we know the transaction with this date if you it's like recalls on food. If you bought this from this store on these dates and have these serial numbers, there could be a problem. So I'm not sure. Maybe there's a valid reason. But the curious part of me just went, why Why not just tell people? Well, the curious part of me, there is a distinct difference in smell. Sure. So how do you not know? I think you put a lot of trust in when you open that pump and you turn it on and you know you've got your blue can and you put it in there, and even if there's your can is going to smell like kerosene, even if you go to start to put gasoline or if what you I think suppose. is kerosene, but it's gasoline. So it's easy to get confused in that regard, and you're you're trusting that what you're getting at the pump is the right thing. If you're like me too, you plug that thing in there and you walk away for a second because you don't want to stand right there and probably mm. not sitting there. I don't know, maybe, uh, but I still just would like to know. You could you could for a lot of. I mean, and we didn't buy any kerosene. We didn't. We don't think we bought any kerosene, so we're not involved. But it just, Hardin County's a big county. Just say where it was bought. And then anybody who didn't, if you bought kerosene somewhere else, probably you're okay. But it doesn't mean. So in my mind, it says, oh, well, the guy who's filling up the tanks at the store Filled it up incorrectly. He was he was coming. He was working out of the different ballast of the tank than he thought he was. Or what if where the tank was filled was filled incorrectly? You know, so you you could have a truck that delivered what they thought was kerosene to multiple retail outlets because it did. They didn't put it in the wrong tank. They got it from the wrong. Like the tank was filled incorrectly at the distributor. Makes sense? Yeah. So, but I would just think more information is better. Uh, let me let me further define that. More good information is better. <laughs> I can give you all kinds of information you want. <laughs> Supporters of legalizing sports betting in Kentucky notched a crucial victory on Friday when the state house passed a measure to regulate the wagering and reap tax revenue from the activity. The ultimate outcome is still in question because the bill goes over to the Senate after clearing the House on a 58-30 to 30 vote. The issue has uh, divided GOP ranks. There's also a time crunch Friday with the uh, 51st day of this year's 60-day legislative session. Similar measures have died in prior years, a reflection of showing how divisive gambling is in the state that's you know home to Churchill Downs and Uh, The lottery lottery and other things. Supporters said the bill is an acknowledgement that wagering on sports contests is an entrenched reality. Republican Representative Adam Keenick, the bill's lead sponsor, cited estimates that more than $2 billion is wagered illegally on sports each year in Kentucky. The measure would bring, quote, activities that go on in every corner of this state out of the darkness and into the light, end quote. You already heard my diatribe about this the other day. You don't need it again. Um, I did notice, for the record, I did see the vote total in the House from um, – I saw the, the 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 tote board. You know, they have mm-hmm. all the House members' names and the Ys and the Ns, and I did see where Representative Heverin voted for this bill in the House the other day, and I sent her a note later on in the day. I said, I appreciate your courage, and I know you could, you know, listen to people that say, you know, all gambling's bad, all gambling's bad, but I just think we need to face facts on really what's happening in here. And it doesn't mean people have to gamble. And as I go back to, I'm not going to be a sports gambler, right? It's just not, it's not something that appeals to me, but I do see where our state is losing out because of uh, having neighboring states that do it. And so 
as a as a young member of the legislature, I'll just say on this and other issues, in the same way we would be critical on votes that are cast, I do think it's important, really in a lot of walks of life, is when you see somebody doing something that you say, well, that took courage to do, say so. You know, mm-hmm. rather than rather than just being there ready to offer disdain over someone doing something, is take the time to say, I realize that wasn't an easy decision, and I appreciate your leadership, which is what I think most people are looking for from our leaders. It's implied in the word leadership. Legislation aimed at revamping rules for jobless benefits was vetoed Friday by our governor, who condemned it as a callous measure that would spur more population losses in rural regions. The bill is requested by business groups, and it would include increase work search requirements for people receiving jobless benefits and tie the length of time recipient gets uh, recipients get benefits to the unemployment rate. That could cut the number of benefit weeks by more than half in times of low jobless rates. Uh, He said, this is from the governor, not from me. He said, we have a duty to one another during hard times to provide a hand up. He said, but this is callous. The governor said in referring to the vetoed bill, it'll show the world, sadly, that we are a state. We as a state care less about those that have fallen on hard times than other states. Getting out, retreating from the pandemic is going to be very tough. Um, And in ways, it, it was a challenge to get into. It's a challenge to get out of. I do, I do like the legislation that ends the pandemic officially. I understand that leadership, the legislature says, we want to be able to send a message to Kentucky and Kentuckians that say it's over. We, we had our losses, but those who remain weathered the storm and we're entering a new phase in history. I get their desire and their interest in saying that. But when you, these are questions. If you just say pandemic is over, what does that mean if one of our fellow Kentuckians, if they become ill from COVID-19, but the pandemic is over, as deemed by our legislature, what does that do for those Kentuckians in the way of health care in this sense? Most of us have been able to receive some benefits for treatment of COVID-19 or vaccinations or like there have been there have been governmental funds spent on things to try and get us well if we become sick during the season of pandemic what things are you what things are we arbitrarily ending by saying the pandemic is over that might still be problems for some of us beyond that move am i making sense yeah i mean, I mean I am, I, am saying. I saying i yes. get i get the i get the desire to want to say it's over but, but it's not really over. As simple as testing. I mean, those things so far have been free. So. Yeah. And so, but my, I don't know what things we might be overlooking because I hear them say, oh, legislation to declare it over. Sure. I want it to be over. I'm all for that. But did I, did I think and go, oh, but wait, that would also mean this. And that would also mean that. And so I don't know. Again, I don't have answers. I have I have questions in that regard. A troubled Kentucky water district has been given more than $400,000 from the state for improvements and upgrades. Governor Bashir announced the funding on Friday, calling it another important milestone. The funding through the Better Kentucky Plans uh, Clean Water Program is about $411,000. It's an Inez in Martin County, which we have all heard about. I would have assumed... I know all Kentuckians need their water systems improved, but this one has been probably the worst of the worst in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I guess I would have thought that even if they got their unfair share, that we would have done what we could to fix a dilapidated, broken-down water system in, in Martin County or in Inez, and they're still just, well, it's $400,000 here and a half million dollars there. I just, I hadn't heard anything about this in a while, so I thought maybe their problems had gone away, but maybe not. I've not been to Inez recently. Have you seen them? No, it's no, it's not. Uh, I think I've been been to Martin County once. Okay. Uh, where where are you? Uh, are you for St. Pete's University? Or are you, at, are you no, still? No strong opinion. No strong opinion. Okay. Uh, I didn't watch that game. I, I still was. I could couldn't bring myself to watch that. 
I watched uh, more basketball than I said I was going to. I watched a, a decent amount, um, but nothing, nothing as much. If Kentucky was still in it, I would have watched a lot more. I watched the UK women play, and maybe I, I'm I the didn't. reason. Maybe I'm the reason they lost. I didn't watch. Didn't watch a second of uh, it. They lost to Princeton, sixty nine, sixty two. Here's here's a good idea. If you've got Ryan Howard on your team. Well, maybe, no, she she was hurt, wasn't she? Well, she left the floor, but she came back. She was on the floor, and maybe she wasn't one hundred percent. But it, maybe try and get her the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, AP All American three times. She's on the floor. Final five minutes. Maybe let her touch the ball some. I don't. I don't know. I do think the worst thing that happened to the UK women two weeks. Between the SEC championship, mm-hmm. they lost all their momentum. They just all their momentum just went away, and there's too much of a lag between that tournament and when uh, the next tournament starts. And then William Byron won a wild NASCAR race at the remodeled Atlanta Motor Speedway uh, yesterday. Apparently, a big crash on the final lap, and uh, so it led to some exciting, at least exciting looking action to close out that race. So there you go. He kind of caught up. We're still talking more about brackets. Are there any perfect brackets yet? Can't imagine it. We'll talk about that and more coming up here on In the Know. Today is Common Courtesy Day. Go just show some common courtesy. Thanks in advance for your participation and your adherence. Today is World Down Syndrome Day today. Yep, 321, of course. It is Fragrance Day today. Both observed uh, and Flower Day, by the way. Fragrance Day and Flower Day, both observed on the first full day of spring. So that's why it's today. Flower, W-E-R or U-R? Yes, fragrant flowers. Oh, flowers. Lilacs <laughs> and roses and all those uh, that... Uh, I guess lilies also have a distinct smell. So, yes, fragrance and flower day today. And it is also day, uh, I guess, well, it's the 21st day of March. It's not the 21st day of uh, the March of Kindness because we give you breaks so you can be mean on Saturdays and Sundays. <laughs> you don't have to be kind to anyone. Uh, day 15. Day 15. Uh-huh. And it is reach out to someone you know is hurting day today. Reach out to someone you know is hurting is the day we are observing for the March of Kindness. So there you go. Um, What must you know? Oh, this is the week, by the way. I hope you're not traveling because this is the week that the majority of colleges are taking spring break. Oh, goodness. And so if you ever make the mistake and roll into a town <laughs> where you just realize, oh, no, it's college spring you break. You don't want to go to Panama City this I week? I do not. I'm thinking, I, I almost think that Panama City Beach is no longer a destination for the college crowd. I think they've moved on. No, I would. And I, I would, don't I would know where. Not a, maybe not but, agree, but I knew plenty of people that would go to Panama City. Oh. Well. I did it for years. But Absolutely, I, but I'm asking you today, Sam, do you know any college students well, today that would go to Panama City Beach? Well, I, I mean, I knew it three years ago that would go. I don't know that okay. college students have changed that much. I'm not that old. Sam, is your picture on the wall at Club La Vela? <laughs> I've never been to Panama City. No, okay. I've never been there, no. All right. <laughs> what about Florabama? You got... Florabama Shore, isn't that a show? <laughs> I think so. Uh, here are, you know, spring break, according to data from the student city, it publishes data for 954 college and schools. Um, well, actually, I told you wrong. There are about 600 that have already, there are 600, I think they were last week. There are uh, 332 schools remaining that they follow. 210 of them start this week. There's about 86 next week. And then, it, you know, the semester is nearly over for a lot of universities by the first week of May. They're, Western they're, they're was out. last week. I know that. So for those schools that are in the Midwest, Cancun, Mexico is the number one destination for college spring breakers. So just be aware if you're trying to take any trips in the spring to um, to Cancun, just try and work around my, college spring break. My uh, financial situation did not allow for me to go to Cancun in college. Yeah. Well, 
it it can be economical. It it can. But flying spirit. <laughs> yeah. But if you're older, I would not suggest senior frogs. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. 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 By the way, at Cancun and Cozumel and those places, when you can hear senior frogs from the cruise ship, mm-hmm. you know that it's yeah. probably not a place that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Punta Cana for those schools that are in the northeast. So that's down in the DR. If for southern schools, southeastern conference schools, Montego Bay, Jamaica is a favorite. And then for schools out west, like Pac-12 schools, their most intended destination is Puerto Vallarta. Not the restaurants in Bowling Green, the actual Puerto Vallarta no, I thought in just Mexico. Spend a week at, at Puertas. Some of them do. <laughs> they're not ones from that they're not be, ones from the west coast that they're, would be more of my spring break <laughs> they're ones from morgantown road or <laughs> somewhere like that sam how's your bracket looking honestly i haven't really spent that much time looking i think i'm middle of the pack in our bracket <laughs> contest i've but. not looked at it since auburn lost but um i mean my my bracket just completely uh let me just say this i it is clear I know nothing about college basketball. Not not a single thing. Don't listen to another thing I ever have to say about it. Because I am the jack wagon who sat here last Thursday morning and said, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Auburn, one of them is going to make the Final Four. Maybe two of them. I'm just not sure which two, so I'm taking them all. Did you take Gonzaga at least? I can't even remember. Because I have Gonzaga what? still in it. Well, and so for me, during the break, I was trying to pull mine up. Yeah. And I can't even pull mine up. Huh. I think they deleted it from the web. Maybe yours are so bad, like, you don't, you don't want to. Like... <laughs> We're trying to maintain your mental health. We're not even going to let you look at your bracket. I mean, mine is ugly. I mean, U-G-L-Y. It is, it is terrible. Um, especially when you sit there and you, you the three of the four teams that you take don't make it out of the first weekend. And that yeah, I'm the same way. There's yeah, a no. lot of red lines, you know, across the. That has always. You, you been, didn't have St. Peter's in the Sweet Sixteen. I did not take St. Peter's in the Sweet Sixteen. Believe it or not, uh, ESPN has no perfect brackets left. Yahoo in their contest, no perfect perfect brackets. CBS none, NCAA none. Like this is a. I'll tell you what the odds the odds of filling out a perfect bracket oh. to this point, just to this point. Through the first weekend, by the way. Think about this. Through the first weekend, one in nine comma two two three comma three seven two comma zero three six comma eight five four comma seven seven five comma eight zero eight. I don't even know. That's all right, Jenny. A Googleian <laughs> numbers times. I mean, I. That's and I'm even curious. <laughs> Look at that What's number. That? Look at that one in. Because what is that? Million, billion, trillion, quintillion. quintillion, and it's the one above quintillion. I don't know what that is. Septillion, is that right? Rely on Googleian to, to tell me. Oh. So I do have this pulled up, but I'm not going to say who's winning. Now you wish you hadn't? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I saw. I know who is winning. Yeah, oh, okay. no, I, I did oh, see okay. that. Um, All right. Sabotage is in order. Uh, okay. Uh, in the Sweet 16, you're going to get... Friday, Sunday, the Peacocks of St. Pete and the uh, Purdue team, the Boilermakers. Yeah. Then you'll have uh, North Carolina and UCLA. I picked that one right. Listen, I I, I am for. I guess I'll be okay with Johnny Juzang if he wins. Uh, but I no, I don't like Mick Cronin. I don't like their coach. Okay, but so you don't like. Your love for Johnny Juzang doesn't outweigh your disdain for Mick Cronin? Correct. Correct. Yeah, no, right. Mick, Mick, no. Yeah, no, Mick, Mick Cronin, in, in the words of Buddy the Elf, is an angry little man. I would love to see, I, I would love to see St. Peter's make it through. I, I'd like for them to still be playing on Sunday. That'd be fun to see. You like uh, the guy with the, the curly hair and the mustache? I can't remember his name now. Doug Edert. Yeah, that's right. As, as, Matt, as Matt Jones says, you could see him at, on the Buckhorn High School basketball team. Yeah. And then... Doug E. Dierte is his name, just like Joe Dierte. Uh Thursday, Saturday will be the West region. Uh, 
Gonzaga and Arkansas. I'm sorry, I'm still for Gonzaga in that game. Well, not, I've been for Gonzaga like every time. I'm not typically for Gonzaga, but I'll take them over Arkansas any day well, of the I week. I just like the name. It's fun. Yeah, I actually, uh, you know, Memphis. I thought, you know, had a shot later on than the other game, Duke and Texas Tech. Let's go Red Raiders. Go Red Raiders. Go 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 go. Go Gadgets. Although, it would be kind of funny to get St. Peter's in the Final Four and St. Peter's beat Duke. That would be... Well, I mean, that would be great. I just, you know, that, that, it, slipper, but... that slipper's going to get too tight at some point. Ah, on, Purdue will get them. On them. Yeah, Purdue's pretty athletic. More athletic than I realized. The South, and that's just bearing out. The SEC apparently just wasn't very good, or they just beat each other up enough they didn't have anything left. Um, except for Arkansas, of course. And then in the South region, Thursday, Saturday, down in San Antonio, you got Michigan and Villanova, and then you got Houston and Arizona. That's a pretty good region. I mean, that that will be a couple of good games, or three good games would be my guess. And then in Chicago, Kansas, somebody please take Kansas out. I, I well, be if, a, if if Kansas wins, somebody in the building here is going to run away yes. with this bracket contest. Yes, <laughs> that is the truth. I just need – I don't even care about that. What I care about is I don't want to have to listen the entire offseason to Kansas being the all-time winningest program, <laughs> except aren't they going to have to vacate some wins? I, you don't think they'll ever do that to them? I don't. Listen, the NCAA, you, you could come up with any punishment, and I believe it, or any – I mean, lack thereof. Look at North Carolina. Yeah. And then Iowa State and Miami. Miami looked good against Auburn. I think, you know, Auburn has been suspect away from home all year. But I don't know. that I couldn't tell you who's going to win that one. Iowa State, I, a 10 seed and an 11 seed. I, I like I like Miami's coach's name, Jim Laranega. And I just that's why I'm, I'm going with Miami there. All right. So now you've resorted to picking teams based upon names? Uh, I don't. Uh, you, why not? <laughs> why not at this point? Well, you know, what's interesting about that, though, is that it's the Cyclones <laughs> against the Hurricanes in the Windy City. Ooh. I'm taking Jim Cantore for the win. <laughs> Jim Cantore. Jim Cantore, they, he should get to be the Michael Buffer. Before that game, you know, let's get ready to twister. <laughs> I should let him out to do that. Uh, Charles Barkley going over his messed up bracket. It looked like me going over my messed up bracket. Um, he's been pretty good uh, over. I the, think Bar- over. I over think Barkley's funny. He is. <laughs> he is funny. But just he's going funny. through red marking up all of his. You know, this is terrible. This is that's terrible. That's. Da, 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 da. And then didn't he say something about taking his shirt off? Right? If yeah, was but, it Auburn one? He would take a shirt off or something. I, 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 don't, I don't think any of us want to see that necessarily. But I am glad that Auburn, Auburn, Kentucky, and Tennessee not making it through the first weekend is at least calming the waters of rhetoric just a little bit. So we can all kind of lick our wounds together. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Know. Microwave oven uses more electricity powering its clock than it does heating food. The average one, the average microwave, uses more electricity powering its how clock they, than it does heating food. How do they food. calculate that? Is that, I mean, just based on theoretically that you use the microwave to heat the food for three minutes, but yet the clock's on 24 7? The majority of the day, yeah, sense. you just use it. I mean, how many times a day do you actually use your microwave? I might use hours no more than. Two and some days none at all. Yeah, I mean, like maybe at lunch, right? But it's um, it's on twenty four hours a day. Now, see, yesterday I used I, mine once. I will, I will tell you that I am at the point now where I can live with the microwave not having a clock on it. I'm going to need it to have a timer, but. I'm okay now if it doesn't have a clock. But if it does have a clock, it must be correct. Oh, yeah. Um, mine's correct right now. There are plenty of places. There are plenty of places to find the time now. Like, time is not hard to find. 
See, I would argue that I would rather have the clock than the timer. Because the timer, I can just ask my LEXA to set it for me. Or if anything, I use my timer on my oven more than I use my timer on my microwave. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure I can settle this. It's going to have both. Because the display used for one is the display used for the other? I mean, it's going to come with both. That that makes sense. But, But are we... I think the old microwaves didn't necessarily have a clock because they used a dial. You know, the original ones, I remember uh, uh, my my grandparents um, were the ones that I saw first and it had the dial. You turned it Mm -hmm. back to 30 seconds and it counted down like Mm -hmm. an egg timer and Mm -hmm. then it was, then it was finished and then they became digitized. You have an air fryer that has Mm -hmm. an egg timer Mm -hmm. clock on it? Really? Mm -hmm. Mm. Oh, honey. Ours, ours has a digital thing on it, so I didn't... I mean, it works the same. Uh, yeah, yeah. So long as it accomplishes the task, I'm not... It so, does, too. It makes good food. I'm not knocking. It was the first one I grabbed off the shelf, and I said, okay. So I don't know anything about college basketball, apparently, but I did know on Friday that I would be telling you today that the Batman reigns at number one at the weekend box office. Um, But... So easy a caveman can figure that out. Passes a $300 million mark because there was nothing else to challenge it. So the Batman at number one. Jujutsu Kaisen at number two. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's bad when you've never even heard of it. Like, I don't even remember telling you that name last week. No, it was the when I read the list to say, "Oh, look at Jujutsu." X was at number four. Jujitsu is that the like the no, like the, the karate kind of thing? No, that's Jujitsu. This is Jujutsu. J U J U T S U. It's got three U's in it. The only vowel. If you was on Wheel of Fortune, it would be a very wise investment. You buy the U, you'd get three of them, and there would and then it would go beep 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 beep. No more vowels. The Batman has helped IMAX cross $10 billion in lifetime box office gross. That's a little bit hard for me to believe that IMAX is... We've seen two Star Wars movies in IMAX. It's my go-to. Like If it's available on IMAX, like, yeah, give me that. And then IMAX 3D is like, you're there. It's anime. That's probably why you don't know it. Okay. But, but again, I go back to, to somebody who glances at this well, list once a week. I mean... Did it just premiere this week? It got uh, March the 18th, so yeah, it just, just came out. So. All right, so that's why. But it wasn't even on the list of movie premieres that I gave you on 97% Friday. 97% of Google users liked the movie, though. Okay, well, that's like saying 97% of nerds like science. Wow. <laughs> but Utah gains control of an extremely powerful cursed spirit and gets enrolled in a Tokyo... Uh, jiu-jitsu or jujutsu high school by sorcerers to help him control his power and keep an eye on him. I know where that's big. Sounds like a, I know where that movie is big. Sounds like a Harry Potter anime. Oh, in, no. on the near the college campuses of the students that can't go to Cancun for spring break. <laughs> that's where that movie is. That's where that movie is big. Uh, Mari Povich says his Mari show is ending after thirty years. The 83-year-old said yesterday that Mari would be coming to an end after more than 30 years on the air. You are not the father, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just the more it's the more civilized sibling is it, to the Jerry Springer show. Is, is he the one that has the, the video where the ladies are scared of olives? Have you seen that that clip where she's scared of olives and she like goes backstage and somebody's standing there with a giant jar of olives and she starts losing her mind? Um, I, he may be, but I'm unaware of this. Oh, this is man, news to me. To, we'll we'll have to find the clip in the break. Uh, so, scared of olives. Correct. Huh. Is her name Taylor by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> you I don't know said that, it. I don't know that Taylor is scared of olives, but she likes them. She certainly loudly dislikes them. Kanye has been barred from performing at the Grammys due to his quote concerning online behavior. So I guess we've 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 learned what it finally takes to get you uh, live for your performance now. But the problem here is that he's nominated for I think five Grammys. Mm-hmm. So if he wins, he's just going to do what you're trying to keep him from doing by telling him he can't perform. So are you really solving any issues here? 
I say no. God. True Detective, fourth season in the works at HBO. I thought the first one was good. I thought the Woody Harrelson, Matthew McConaughey version of True Detective was pretty good. And then after that, I didn't think that subsequent seasons were as good. They were very weird. I mean, like X-Files weird? Great actters, but I expected more. Yeah, it got it very just, dark or yeah. something. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not sure. Weird. I guess, but detectives deal with weird things, so I get it. And then this information is interesting. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, Tom Brady had one of the best seasons of his career in 2021, which led many to believe he can play another five seasons, and then he retired, and then he came back. But one little caveat, it doesn't expect, seem to think that Tampa Bay maybe thinks he plays more than one more year, and here's why. Sam, are you aware of this factoid? Uh, I mean, I've got my own opinion. So the Buccaneers have added some interesting requirements to their season ticket policy this offseason. So he's coming back. Obviously, there's a big demand for season tickets for next season, but if you purchase a season ticket package for 2022, you must commit to buying the seats for two seasons. Mm, I don't like that. And then also only those with a Florida driver's license can purchase tickets in the lower bowl portion of Raymond James Stadium. So they're trying to, you know, run the scalpers away. But, I mean, scalpers can find minions that can, you know, work around that. So I get what they're trying to do. Probably a lot of scalpers live in Florida, too. Probably. But, But is that telling? Are they saying we're going to lock you up for two years on your season ticket purchase so that even when Brady is gone well, year after next, we've got your season also, ticket revenue. They what they know that this season they have the best quarterback in the NFL coming to Tampa Bay, so they want to make sure that they have uh, <laughs> that they get all, that they don't want all Bengal fans uh, to buy the tickets so they can come for, for one game. Bengals must be on the road at Tampa. Oh yeah they are season. I hadn't realized that. That's so why uh, Tom Brady had to come back. He knew he wanted to go up against yeah. his protege the, the next yeah. in the future. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning. You're on In the Know. We all say that we'll quit someday. When a ship comes in, we'll just sail away. we just blow the smoke. Hey, yeah. we just blow the smoke. Hey, yeah. out here go. MB's point to ponder for today is five minutes the base unit of procrastination. Like for procrastinators, like five minutes. Just okay, five minutes. I'll do that in five minutes. Give me five minutes, and then I'll. You notice how everything's five minutes? It really depends five, five on the minutes. task. Lori, yeah. Lori Morgan even said you got five minutes to or, figure it out. Or it's one more episode. One more episode. Uh huh. Uh, LA is pretty good at five more minutes. Just uh-huh. five more minutes. Just uh-huh. can I just watch it for five five more minutes? Yeah. She seems so. She's procrastinating, going to bed or you know whatever the next task may be. Just five more minutes. So it seems to be the base unit of procrastination. Best I can tell. Uh, Sam did confirm it was the Maury Povich show. Yes, that. Um, the lady was scared of olives. Was scared of olives. Something about reminding her of. Her grandfather or something? I, I don't know. I will tell you, I hope that that's the dumbest moment on t- in television history. I hope it doesn't get worse than <laughs> yeah, that. because they I bring out the giant the, jar of green olives and chase her thing. down the hallway. But it did make me wonder, Did how many times did Connie Chung ever have to sit down with her husband and say, I am a respected journalist, and you have got this dog and pony show about scaring people with olives. <laughs> Cut it out or we're Well, he had to compete finite. Compete with a former mayor of Cincinnati, Jerry Springer. I'm going to tell you, it's pretty bad when you're the highbrow version of the daytime television game and you're considered taking the high road over Jerry Springer. You got to start chanting Jerry, right? <laughs> On TV tonight, night number two of this weekend's version of American Idol. So I didn't see last night. 
but another hour or so tonight, the final platinum ticket winner is revealed. Auditions in L.A., Austin, and Nashville come to an end. My guess is that means probably live shows next week. Or, not live shows, Hollywood Week mm-hmm. is my guess will be this coming Sunday because they're getting nominations out of the way. I'll try and report back tomorrow. Lady Cougar softball, too, against Breckenridge County. It's the first game of our softball season. Oh, yeah. It's going to be on five thirty uh, on uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. And Twitter and should be good. It's good to see the new era of Lady Cougar softball begins tonight officially. Also, after you watch that, then on NBC, American Song Contest, the all live music competition series premieres with hosts Snoop Dogg and Kelly Clarkson. <sighs> so I wonder how Martha Stewart feels about that. I was going to say, I feel like Doug Snoop or Kevin Hart. He's got to be with one of those two. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Hart's in so many different things that he doesn't care. Today's highlight in history, this day, 1965, civil rights demonstrators led by Martin Luther King began their third successful march from Selma to Montgomery. What else must you know about from history? In 2006, the social media website Twitter was established with the sending of the first tweet by co-founder Jack Dorsey, who wrote, just setting up my Twitter. Now, do you all have, like, a party since you're a shareholder? Yeah, shareholder's party. It's, I mean, <laughs> by the end of the day, lampshades on heads. Do they send a bottle just, of champagne you know, people, for you to pop? kazoos. Well, that's an anniversary, too. 15 years, right? Uh, yeah. Um, well, 2006. It, uh, so. Well, I guess it's 2022. Yeah. It? So 16 um, years. I, I will tell you, I got a little bit of... Um, I may have to take a Twitter timeout for about 24 hours, maybe even 48 hours. So they uh, they gave Babylon B a timeout over um, man of the year comment for um, someone in federal government who was transgendered. And the Babylon B and using their satirical approach, they posted other things that were in the same. But they decided, t- Twitter said, no, we're, we're not going to. Until you delete that, we're not going to let you back. And so... War, right? So they're going to decide. I understand Twitter is bigger, but I think you may see some people rally for the Babylon Bee going, hey, don't cave. Um, so we'll, we'll see. It's Twitter's website. They can, they can do what they want, but people are also free to leave it if they disagree with their decisions. Birthdays today. Timothy Dalton is 76 today. The worst James Bond. He is the he has the least redeeming value as someone who played James Bond. Gary Oldman is sixty four today. He's good. Yeah, he's good. Ferris Bueller is sixty today. <laughs> Matthew Broderick, sixty years old. You can't even feel anything. Over well, I know. There. I know who Ferris Bueller is. <gasps> Bueller. Listen. Bow bow. Listen. Ooh, bow bow. You can't say anything. That's a little hard to take. Right? Assuming worse for you than me. (laughs) (laughs) Rosie O'Donnell is 60 today. (laughs) Rosie. Gone but not forgotten. Johann Sebastian Bach, born in 1685. Giulio Gallo, born in 1910. Along with his brother, Ento. What was his name? No, Ernest. Ernest and Giulio Gallo. Did you see the new uh, T-shirt? We don't talk about peacocks. I did see that. I think that's pretty clever. That'll be one of those moments frozen in history. That fifteen years from now, when you see that, that'll that is indicative of a real moment in time. Mm-hmm. You know, peacocks upset, and then the big uh, uh, we don't talk about Bruno from Disney's Encanto. So, thought it was pretty neat. Full too soon for me. Full too soon. I get it. Yeah, that's what. Well, too soon. Yeah. Just kind of moved on. It's like, whatever. You got other things to worry about. All right, chart toppers. Nelson Riddle, number one, in 1956, with Lisbon Antigua. Contrary to what Sam thinks, that mo- this song was not featured in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I don't... I don't think so. I did love when he went to Shea Paul's or whatever. That's where the Blues Brothers went. I can't remember the restaurant where he goes and he. It's been a while since he I've seen that in. Yeah, it's and then Jennifer Gray, you know, gets she gets lost in the fact that she's 
his sister because of her success in Dirty Dancing. Mm-hmm. Jewel Aiken's number one in 1965 with the birds and the bees. Nineteen seventy-four, John Denver, number one. I really thought he was going to start singing right there. Sunshine oh, there he is. On my shoulder. He does have good hair. I'll give him that. Sam's going to be walking the streets of Clarkson with this on his AirPods today, enjoying the sunshine. Sunshine. Might be around the Lady Cougar softball field. In my eyes. Just doing a little fast walking on the track. Getting ready, I mean, we, getting pumped up for the can. game. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> I might have to dodge the track team practicing. That's all right. They'll go around you. Go around I, can, you. I can dodge it to this song, maybe. 1983. There's that section of the track that lights up, you know, the tiles that light up on the dance floor like in this video. Oh, I, I didn't know if you were saying that the Grace County High School track has portions that light up. It does. It does. Yeah, huh? you just have to know where they are. Okay. Only true Grayson Countyans know where those. I'll areas talk. Are. I'll talk to Mr. McGee. He'll let me know. He's the one. He's the keeper <laughs> of the map. He knows exactly. Where <laughs> they if are. there's one person that would know. <laughs> 1992. Eric Clapton. Tears in heaven. Number one. Okay, I would play that one, but that's too. That's too sad to end on. I agree. Yeah, like, <laughs> can I get something else? That's. But understand, it's a good song, but it's just. Oh, All right, Shaggy featuring Rayvon and Angel number one. Woo! 21 years ago today. <laughs> wow. 21 years ago today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. The most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. The most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the know.